They say winning ain't everything. Well, we don't have them tight conversations over here, man. Had that conversation with the losers. We trying to win at everything we do. Even in the loss, we don't see defeat. We see a lesson learned. Straight up. Look, I came into this world in 1978 The doc looked me in my face and knew I was something great 45-42 Prescott, that's where I'm from Grew up in the slums around dope dealers and bums As humble as I was, I adapted to my habitat In my own lane though, far from where they crashing at Dumb bar graduate, the game out of mastered it Served in the Navy, look, y'all don't know the half of it Pops passing no one, moms passed last year I know they up in heaven smiling down crying mad tears Cause they son making it, no telling where I'm taking it My city been cursed, but I feel that I'm breaking it Coach that went high in 15 in one state Seen the fork in the road and went straight I know what I'm worth. I'm OG King Kirk, Brooklyn Nets gaming crew legend. Let's work. Hey, this is OG King Kirk, your host of the OG Two Cents podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you who tune in every Sunday. Uh, we truly appreciate it. Make sure you hit that subscribe, like, and comment. Um, you know, give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. Helps us out a lot. Links are in the descriptions for all available streaming platforms. Uh, let's continue to stand up against all forms of social injustice and racism. And this episode is brought to you by Zenny Blocks. Uh, make sure to armor your eyes with Zenny Blocks Virtual Clear Blue Blockers. It's important to protect your eyes from the harmful blue light from your digital screens so you have less eye strain, and that makes for better sleep and performance. Check them out at zenny.com slash gaming or follow them at Zenny Gaming on Twitter and Instagram. This episode is episode 35, uh, Off the Court with Crush. Uh, his name is Rafael Davis from the Bronx in New York, a professional NBA 2K League player for Kings Guard Gaming. Uh, was drafted number three overall in the 2020 NBA 2K League draft. Uh, he was off all NBA 2K League second team, all-defensive team, all-rookie team. Uh, he was third in steals at three steals per game and 13th in field goal percentage at 69.1%. Um, you know, I don't like to do too much talking, uh, so today I bring to you uh, Crush. How you doing today? What's going on, OG? Just hanging in there, living life. Happy to be here. Cool, cool, man. Just uh, jumping right into it. I mean, some people know about your story, some people don't. Uh, but just tell the story on how you got to where you are today. Oh, man, where do I start? Um, well, if you didn't know, he just introduced me. My name is Rafael Davis, also known as Crush in the 2K community. <clears throat> I'm 22 years old. I've been, you know, the, the only kid. The, I'm, I'm a single kid. You know, fortunately, I've been, you know, fortunate enough to live with both of my parents uh, growing up. Um, I was born in Brooklyn, New York raised you know my whole life in the Bronx the south side of the Bronx of New York um and growing up I was two things I was a gamer and I was a, a athlete um you know growing up in New York it's kind of you know tough where you live at um depending especially on the south side of the Bronx you know there's always different places where it's, it's tough um you never know what might happen the next day in New York um especially at the times of you know the, the 2000s 2010 all the way up to, to now, even though still. So, you know, a lot of gang violence. So I went to a charter school in the Bronx, 
and it was from fifth grade to 12th grade. So basically my whole, you know, up, upbringing was in one school, you know, knowing the same people. And I wasn't the type of kid to, to you know, be in the streets at a young age. Like I said, New York City was, you know, a dangerous place at the time. So it was either I was playing video games at home or I was, you know, practicing basketball, playing basketball. So um, let's dive into the, the video game part. So middle school, I was all about, you know, playing Call of Duty. Um, I was home, you know, just going to school and right after school, just coming home to play Call of Duty. Um, my mom didn't really want me outside and, you know, I respect her. Um, you know, it's, I'm, I'm her only kid. So, you know, if anything happened to me, it's just like, she's just, she's, she's, she's done. She's heartbroken. So, um, and, and I always found a meeting with, with my parents. That's what I like about them. Um, you know, they're transparent. I'm transparent. So as long as I had good grades, you know, they didn't mind me playing video games. And um, from about fifth grade to 10th grade, that was when I felt like I, I found love for, for video games. You know, I played Call of Duty. Not many people know. I, I almost made a pro in Call of Duty. So um, I see myself getting too deep in. That's when I kind of like, you know, pushed the games away and started getting really into sports. 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade. Um, you know, just diving my whole time into sports. I was living and dying basketball. I was waking up early in the morning, you know, working on my game, going to school. Um, after school, I had practice. And then, you know, at the end of the day, if I had time, I would just play little video games here and there. If I had, um, you know, enough time in my schedule and just rinse and repeat. Um, you know, going into 12th grade, that's when I really realized, you know, I might have an opportunity to do this basketball thing. I got a division two offer from Mercy College. Um, so I took that offer, ended up redshirting there. Um, I didn't play because the coach that, you know, recruited me ended up quitting midseason. I didn't really have a, a, a strong relationship with the head coach. I had a strong relationship with the assistant coach. So I ended up leaving that school, um, and moving to Pennsylvania to play junior college basketball. Um, I got there, there was about, you know, 30 people on the team. You know, this the is just Duke like, a, life. yeah, the Duke of life is crazy. So. There's about 30 people on the team, and it's like survival of the fittest. You got to go in there. You got to prove that you're one of the best. So I ended up not starting there, and it was kind of like a, a setback for me. So now I'm thinking, do I really want to do this basketball thing? Um, am I really going to go full throttle with it? So I ended up starting at the end of the season. We won a, a championship, an EPAC championship, conference championship, lost in the playoffs, and I'm just looking back like, I don't know if this is, you know, this is what I want to do. I always wanted to be a professional basketball player, but, you know, just the way my situation was going, I didn't really feel so confident. So I lost a lot of confidence in being a professional basketball player and, and you know, still striving to be that, that, that person that I wanted to be. So at the time, I was just going to school um, and, you know, just getting good grades. Always was an honor student. That's what my parents loved about me. I always found a medium with them. Um, you know, just doing what I had to do. And I was working a, a part-time job as well at FedEx. So um, this is when I got into video games and 2K. You know, I started playing 2K competitively around like 2K17, 2K18, um, starting off playing with my friends. Um, and it's, it really got serious. I, I, my first tournament was an MPVA tournament, actually. Um, on 2K18, um, we beat, you know, Reed, uh, Reezy, Real Reezy and his team. And, you know, I, that's when I started to gain confidence in myself. You like, I like, you know, that's when the league came out as well. So I'm like, maybe I could try out for this. So season one draft combine, I played it. I got past the combine. You know, I had one of the best stats. 
Um, nobody really knew who I was, but, you know, at this time it was the top 102. So if I got into the job pool, I was getting drafted, you know, immediately, automatically. So I ended up doing an interview and I didn't get past the interview stage. So I kind of reflected on myself, like, you know, what could I have done to, you know, pass the interview? And that came with experience. So, you know, in the meantime, I was switching in between jobs, trying to find that right place, you know, before, you know, I could really dive deep, deep into this 2K thing. 2K19 came, combine is here. I didn't beat the combine, but my name started to grow. So, you know, it was, it was progress. I was making progress slowly. And I, season three was definitely my last year, you know, probably trying out before I, you know, really dove deep into school, trying to figure out what I wanted to do as a career. So season three, my name was, you know, skyrocket, skyrocket. So all I, all I needed to do was pass the combine. I knew my interview skills was up to par and, you know, and that's exactly what I did. So I tried out combine, you know, there's a lot of league tournaments, didn't, didn't make it in the league tournaments. And so I was like, you know, combine is my last chance. <laughs> And I got past the combine. You know, I played good at two different positions, small forward, power forward. Now I'm locked in. I get an email. So I'm like, all right, I've been here before. So I can't, you know, really get my hopes up. I got to get past this interview. I get to pa I prepare for the interview. You know, I, I think I do really good. I get an email. You know, I pass the interview process. So now um, I'm getting ready for these, for these league interviews. And I'm just, you know, I'm confident. I know what I need to say. I know what I need to do. You know, at the end of the day, I'm being honest. I'm letting them know who I am as a person. And, you know, that was really it. I'm here now, um, you know, just got retained. So I'm I'm doing good now. Man, that's dope. I mean, I, I always uh, find it, like, intriguing uh, of people's story and how they got to where, you know, a lot of people start out playing casual and then they dive over into the competitive scene. How did um, – how did you cross paths with, with, with Goofy and, and, and getting on greatness? Yeah, so 2K19, you know, that's when I really wanted to, to be a pro. So I linked up on Twitter. You know, one morning, I'm just, I just wake up on Twitter. as a summer, it's, it's, we're in the summer now. And I run into Zachy Chan, you know, the former Kingsguard player. Um, and he was actually playing point guard. He's, he's known for playing lockdown, but he was actually playing point guard. And I was just running pickups with him. And he was actually, you know, playing good. So I'm like, I DM'd him. I'm like, you know, I really like how you play at point guard. And, you know, maybe we should play sometime. And I have my, my friend Vols with me. We could, you know, maybe team up. So we started playing tournaments like that. And he really got me into, you know, WR. You know, I already knew about MPBA. But we were signing up for all these different tournaments at the time. And I was a secondary lockdown. So I was I was an off-ball player. Um. He ended up making the league season two. So now I'm, I'm put in a position where, all right, I'm in post-draft now. Now I got to make a name for myself. You know, I, I, the way I think about it is that you can be yourself, be good at the game, and, you know, just be a good person in order to, you know, make a name for yourself. You don't have to be, you know, out of the ordinary. You don't have to be somebody that you're not. Just be natural, and it'll, it'll come to you. If it's, if it's meant to be, it'll come to you. So, you know, after season two was done, I made it to – a WR finals. So I felt myself making progress. You know, people started to respect who I am, respect my game. Um, and after season two, like I said, all the league players was coming back for wagers. You know, they wanted to test the post-draft guys out. You know how it is. Right. And, you know, Goofy had ended up being on my team with Mo. Um, and I forgot, oh, Rando and Shots, that boy Shots. So I was playing with them 5v5 versus other league players and post-draft players for money. 
And, you know, we was doing this every day. It was a daily thing until the new game came out. So, you know, Goofy really respected who I was. He liked the way I played defense. You know, he liked the way I communicate with him on a pick and roll. And it was just, we was just winning money every day. So he hit me up one day and he was like, you know, how do you feel about playing with breakout? And in the back of my head, I'm like, you know, this would be an amazing opportunity. I already told my guys that I was going to play with them, you know, for, for 2K20. So I'm like, where do I, where do I find, you know, that, that median to, to tell them, like, you know, I have a great opportunity here. It's nothing personal, but I have a great opportunity in front of me. And, you know, I feel like that can help me in the long run. So he was telling me that he was hitting up dimes, you know, leader of breakout. He was hitting up dimes like, yo, I got this lockdown, you know, I really want to play with him. He didn't know me from a, a hole in the wall. You know, I, I just know him online. I was just playing with him and he's hitting up dimes and telling him, you know, I want him on the team. Like I really, really, really run him. So we ended up getting in a, in a PS4 party, you know, a couple of days after that. And, you know, dimes is, you know, asking me questions. Like he didn't really know who I was. He was like, you know, what team you play for? Um, you know, Goofy been blowing up my phone. So, you know, I had to come, come see what's up. <laughs> like, so moral of the story is I started playing with them. Um, you know, things didn't really work out. Um, you know, I feel like our play styles didn't really mesh well together. So, you know, Goofy hit me. He was like, you know, if you want to stay with Breakout, you can stay with Breakout. I'm going to start my own brand greatness. If you want to, you know, come along, then, you know, you could come along. And, you know, any other player was like, well, I'm, I'm going to stay with Dimes, you know, like I'm going to just stay with Breakout. Breakout is a household name. Um, it was just, we lost a couple of attorneys in the, in the beginning, but, you know, I was like, Dom's didn't find me, you know, Dom's didn't give me, he gave me the opportunity, but he didn't really give me the opportunity as like Goofy did, you know, Goofy was just showing me ultimate support. I didn't even know the dude, like, so I, I ended up going to greatness with him and Screddy. Um, you know, we teamed up with Duck and Truth and then everything just happened. Like we was winning everything and, you know, we was winning money. So I don't know. That's, that's how I really, you know, met up with Goofy. It was just kind of like a thing. Like if I didn't play post-draft, if I didn't play in those in those money lobbies, then I wouldn't have never known him. Cool. I mean, people need to hear those type of stories because a lot. I think a lot of people give up too soon, or and they don't really know the origin uh, behind a lot of players that do make it uh, to the league. I mean, because like uh, I talked to him prior with with Splashy, like I said, you know, at some point, one point in time, nobody had a name. Like I mean, everybody had to make a name for himself somehow. Uh, some way eventually uh your gamer tag you know uh how did uh how it, i know what it, i know what it was before but how do you pronounce it uh before you actually change it to crush and and how did you uh what what did that name stand for where did it come from all right so i had a whole different like uh type of gamer tags i started on xbox so my first xbox gamer tag was wicked woo so um you know i was i was wicked i used to play halo you know where I come from, my dad is West Indian. So, you know, we use the word wicked a lot. I was a wicked player, which that which means like, you know, you're a good player. Um, and my nickname is Woo, Wooty. So that's what my mom and my dad used to call me. So I, my, my game attack was Wicked Woo. Um, you know, just playing casual Halo, you know, 2K9, you know, just little games casual. Wasn't really serious that at that time I was trying to play basketball and stuff like that. So then I transitioned over to Nordica. Nordica at the time, you know, 2010, you know, that was a brand. Everybody was wearing Nordica. So I'm like, you know, I'm just change my name to Nordica. And one of my friends in the Call of Duty community, 
um, his name was Crash. So in my mind, I'm like, I want a cool name like that. You know, this is I'm in. I play Call of Duty now. I need a good name. You know, if you play Call of Duty, you know, if you have a if you have a solid, if you have a clean name, they're gonna look at you like, oh, this this dude is real. Like, I, I, I he he probably got some skill. So um, I basically just took the A out his name and put a U, and uh, that that's how I really got it, Crush. And when people asked me at the time, I didn't want to say I got it from him or like I got it from Crash. I just, I was like, you know, I've been, I've been crushing my opponent, even though it sounds corny. That's what my excuse was for taking his, basically taking his name. So Crush, you know, it was clean, you know, in the Call of Duty community, it's clean in, in the 2K community. And I just stuck with that. That's cool. Um, how did you feel when you made the, the draft pool and then getting drafted uh, to Kingsguard Gaming? What, what was that feeling like? Oh man, that was, that was a whole lot of emotions. Um, you know, not making it season one, especially after, you know, the top 102, like, I was just like, damn, like, if I was just past the interview process, I would have been in automatically. Somebody would have to pick me, like, <laughs> right. but, um, yeah, that was, that was a failure for me. Um, season two was a failure for me. Um, and then season three comes, they announced league tournaments. I'm like, all right, you know, I, I'm cool with some of these guys, but I'm not really cool with, with, you know, the top guy that, that I know is going to win these league tournaments. So I'm just playing with random people at the time. I'm getting first round, this second round. This. So I'm like, I'm getting kind of nervous. Everybody getting the calls. You got, you made a video um, congratulating people on making a draft pool. I'm like, God, people are really in here. Like, people are really making this. Like, I'm like, oh, man, these league tournaments gone by. Last league tournament I lose is the Timberwolves. So I'm like, all right, cool. What am I going to do now? Like, I really got to lock in for this combine. I make the combine. You know, I, I, I go in there confidently. I went to your event. You know, I was really locked in on this combine. I was really trying to make it. I was giving it my all because I'm like, if I don't make it hit, if I don't make it now, then my confidence confidence level is going to be at an all-time low. So, um, you know, getting that email means a lot to me, you know. But I stayed humble because, like I said before, season one, I got the email. didn't really mean nothing. You know, I prepared myself for the, for the, for the, for the second interview. And when they told me I passed that interview, I called my mom. I'm like, mom, I like, I did this. Like, I finally did it. Like, and she was proud of me, you know, um, growing up, she always supported me. So I never really had that, that, that nag in my ear. Like, you know, you, you playing games too much. Like, you know, you need to do something else. Cause I always had good grades and, you know, I always did what I had to do to help her, you know, and do what I had to do for myself as well. So, you know, they're always supportive and I appreciate that. And now I'm like, you know, I got these teams that want to interview me. So I'm, I'm getting interviews. I'm, I'm rolling in interviews, 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 interviews. And I'm like, wow, like this is really happening. So I get an invite to the draft. You know, they, 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 they pay for my hotel. And I'm actually seeing these people. I'm like, wow, like I'm, I'm really here. Like this is, this is really it. You know, I'm dressed up. I'm sitting at the table. Like, like it's the NBA, NBA draft for my parents. Got my little name on the, on the card on the table. And I'm like, wow, like, I don't know where I'm going to go. You know, I had, a, I think I had a pretty decent interview with every single, you know, team that I had an interview with. And now it's just, where am I going to go? You know, they called the first, the first pick, uh, JBM. You know, I, I had, I had like a, a chance of going first pick, but, you know, they was leaning towards a point guard. So they call his name. Then the Knicks is up. I look at Duck. He looks at me. I'm like, one of us is going to the Knicks. <laughs> one of us is going to the Knicks. So they announce his name. He gets picked, you know, and now everybody's looking at me because it was, it was a rumor going around, you know, the Kings might take a lock first. The Kings might take a lock first, find a point guard. 
um, at 17. So everybody's looking at me. They're like, you ready? You ready? I'm like, ready for what? Like, I don't know if I'm going to get picked third. So, you know, Brendan Donahue comes out, and he's like the king select crush. So I'm looking around. I'm like, wow, like people clapping. I'm like, wow, this is this is really happening. I'm really like the number third pick. I felt like gradient. You know, he's a lockdown that got picked number two um, the season prior. So, you know, it's just a whole lot of emotions going through my mind. Like, I'm really here for 2K. You know, I'm in a professional setting. My mom is here. My dad is here. My grandmother is here. Like, and, you know, I just felt like a whole lot of support was behind me, you know, as a person. You know, people I didn't even know was at the draft, you know, coming up to me like, you know, congratulations. You know, I've been following you since greatness. And, you know, this is just like a, a – an amazing opportunity, amazing feeling, knowing that you actually work for what you got, you know, never giving up on yourself. Um, you know, just, just staying, stay in the path, you know, keeping, keeping yourself at a high level, you know, when, when times are low. So, you know, there's definitely times where I felt like, you know, I wanted to quit. I didn't want to do it no more. I was losing tournaments and post draft. Um, and I told myself, you know, I'm gonna just give it one good push, you know, your life can change in one year. So, you know, do what you got to do, put yourself in the best situations, you know, the best people you need to surround yourself by and just trust the process. And that's exactly what I did. So, um, you know, I take pride in that. I'm here now. Um, I'm happy to be, you know, playing with the Kings. You know, they, they're happy to have me. And, yeah, that's basically it. What, um, what separates you from other locks in the league? Oh, man, this is a good question. This is a great question, actually. Um, you know, a lot of people say, you know, lockdown is playing easy. I mean, lockdown is easy to play. Um, you know, lockdown is the safest security in the league. You know, everybody says that. But I feel like it's tears. You know, when you think about top lockdowns in, in season three, you think about Tommy Cook. You think about Awkward. You think about Crush. And then everybody else is, like, down. You feel me? Just, just, Just based off of how we play, you know, but me personally, what I think separates myself from every single lot is, you know, my ability to lead throughout the whole game, my ability to adapt to change, um, and my ability to communicate with my teammates, not only about defense, you know, mid-game adjustments, helping my teammates out, you know, watching film, um, you know, just being an overall leader at the end of the day and not just, you know, when, when it's time for me to just stand in front of the point guard, you know, press square. So definitely I take pride in my communication and being able to change the game that way. Good, good. Yeah, I, I witnessed that firsthand uh at our at our combine event in Brooklyn. So uh definitely uh you know I I've seen it and, and that's what you do. Um, you know, growing up in New York, you get drafted to Kings Guard Gaming, you, you know, life on the West Coast. Like uh what what was that like? <laughs> life on the West Coast is actually crazy um you know this is my first time going to anywhere on the west coast um I get on a plane I'm thinking to myself like wow like I'm really flying across the country to play 2k professionally and you know I get down there I see you know my GM I see my coach um and it's just hot outside I'm like why is it so hot outside like I'm used to you know coming outside with a long sleeve a jacket a sweater and all I need outside is shorts, some sandals, and a T-shirt. So, and that's on an everyday basis. So I'm like, you know, I love the West Coast. Um, it gives off a chill vibe. You know, like, not forced. Where I'm from, 
the South Bronx, you know, my I got family in Brooklyn. You got to really, like, stay on your tippy toes. You never know what's about to happen. You know, that's just the lifestyle of living in New York, you know. Watch it back, you know, make sure you're doing the right things and make sure you're around the right people at the right times. Make sure you're not at the wrong places at the wrong time. So um, the vibe that the West Coast gives me is more of a chill vibe. You know, even though there's still, you know, gang violence on the West Coast and things of that nature, um, you know, Sacramento and the city, that's where we lived at. So it just gave off a chill vibe, you know, just very different from the East Coast. The weather is beautiful. You know, weather is, is one of the major things that I love about California and the people as well, the culture. Gotcha. Be, you know, besides playing uh, 2K, uh, being a pro-am leagues and tournaments, uh, how have you been enjoying your offseason? Uh, my offseason has is, is been going great. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be a better person in all, you know, types of forms and, and, and ways, um, you know, I, I take pride in, you know, streaming now, you know, this is my first year really streaming again, you know, the fans to really know who I am as a person, you know, kind of like as if they was here playing with me, you know, just get to know my personality as a person, how I like to play the game. You know, I'm, I, I like to be natural. So I don't like to be a fake person online and, and project somebody that I'm not. So um, I actually like streaming. I enjoy it. Um, I get to connect with the fans. I get to I get to connect with people, you know, that that love the way I play. Um, you know, every time I stream, somebody's always asking me for tips. So I I, I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate the support always. And um, you know, I'm just trying to get my my mental right at, at the highest capacity. You know, I want to be a better person. I want to be a better teammate. I want to be a better player. So you know, just grinding the game out. Um, you know, working on myself, working on my mental health, working on my my physical health. Um, you know, enjoying time with family because, you know, after this this COVID situation, you know, I had to stay in Sacramento for seven months without seeing my mom. I couldn't fly a plane. You know, I was just FaceTime, you know, over the phone. So um, definitely enjoying the time with my parents because they know I'm going to leave soon again. And, um, yeah, those are just basic three things, streaming, spending time with family, and, you know, working on myself. Um, thoughts on NBA uh, 2K21 uh, and – uh, the anticipation of the next gen. Oh, man, I got a lot of thoughts about 2K21. They definitely made it harder for my position to play. You know, we slipping and sliding all over the court. Um, you know, I feel like 2K21 is a guard-based game. Um, you know, and it kind of gave me, you know, a flashback from when league players used to come back. they like, you know, retail is crazy. Like, now I really understand going from the league, going back to retail, you know, you got 99 speed. You get in contact dunks every play, but it's like retail. So you can't really, you know, be mad, you know, just looking forward, just trying to improve your game, trying to adjust. And, you know, that's one of the things I take pride in is being able to adapt to change, you know, being able to adjust, just working on your game and, you know, staying the course. So I feel like 2K21 needs a needs a few more tweaks to be, you know, at, at the level it wants to be at a, at a retail standpoint, though. And, you know, I know the league is coming around. I know it's going to be a different game. Next gen is going to be a different game. So, um, yeah, I've just been a, trying to adapt at the end of the day. Got you, got you. Thoughts about season four? Uh, you know, we went from, um, you know, I, I've said this in every episode that I've talked to the rookies, especially, is that, um, you know, you didn't get the experience at the stage or, or anything like that. So, I, I mean, I felt for – uh, all the players that come in this year that didn't uh, get a chance to experience that. But 
Uh, just you know, going forward uh, with with season four, what's what's your hopes and and anticipation with that? One of my biggest hopes for season four is definitely you know even if they have to push the season back, I want to get in the in the studio. You know, I want to I want I want that that live presence. You know, that that professional atmosphere, being able to you know talk to the people that's across from me, my my opponent. You know, I want to feel it. You know, when I went to uh, Sacramento the first week, we had did a boot camp with um, the Trailblazers, um, Blazer 5 Gaming. So I kind of got that experience. That was the only time I got to experience, you know, playing across from somebody um, in the 2K League, of course. Right. Um, and being able to bark at them, you know. But, yeah, that's one of my season four hopes is being able to get back on that stage. And, you know, no matter what it takes, you know, everybody deserves that experience. Um, you know, playing online is just like playing at home to me. You know, it's, it's it's no really no no intensity in the in the in the in the room. Even though you you're still playing for you know thousands of dollars, you you still have those bugs in your stomach sometimes. But right. you know, y'all want that live presence, so that's one of my hopes. Gotcha, gotcha. Now this portion uh, of the podcast, um, new segment. OG wants to know. Uh, it's rapid fire questions. Uh, answer open honestly. Uh, you can decline if you feel, but uh, just just a little fun. Uh, biggest influence? My parents. Uh, what motivates you? My parents. <laughs> Favorite video game of all time? Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Okay. Uh, Favorite sports team? Whatever team LeBron is on. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, favorite athlete? LeBron. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite favorite actor and actress. Um, Denzel Washington. Um, favorite movie of all time. Oh man, um, you got served. You got served. You got served. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you see yourself doing in the next ten years? Um, I see myself being a physical therapist physical therapist okay uh what advice would you give to any uh people aspiring to be uh become a, a professional 2k player um i would definitely say you know stay the course that's one two surround yourself by people you know that want to have and want to be where you want to be at you know take everything serious um and three never give up on yourself you know, like I said in my story, you know, there's, there's going to be trials and tribulations. Just stay the course, believe in yourself. And, you know, if it's, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Okay. Bonus question. Um, what are some things that you want to see different uh, from the NBA 2K Pro-Am community? Um, I want to see less hate. You know, um, over, over this past time, you know, post-draft players get a lot of heat. Um, you know, players without a high name or, you know, a, without a no name get a lot of heat, you know. So I want, you know, this community to be more accepting, um, you know, for players coming up. You know, everybody's going to have bad games. I feel like if somebody has a bad game or have bad games in a row, you know, they look at them like, you know, this guy is not, you know, qualified. This guy is not a, a uppers player. They're not a top player. So just being more accepting, you know, less hate. Um, and more positivity. Okay, now for those who don't know what the uppers is, tell, explain what the uppers is. So the uppers is is really 
uh, a name for the top players, you know, top qualified, known players, whatever you want to call it. Those are the guys, you know, those are the guys that you want to play against. Those are the high profile guys, you know, whether I don't know what you want to call it, but, you know, high profile guys is the guys with, you know, names, basically. Um, you know, if you get in the uppers, you want to you want to you want to prove yourself. This is like the stomping grounds. It's like if you go to the park, you know, uh, uh, if you go to Brooklyn Bridge and you playing or if you go to uh, open gym, you know, this is one of the best open gyms. You're going to come in there. You're going to see um, James Harden, like Rico Hines. You come in there, you see James Harden, you see LaMelo Ball, you see Russell Westbrook. You want to go in there. Those are basically like the uppers equivalent to, the, you know, 2K. So you want to go in there, you want to prove yourself and, you know, make a name for yourself. And if you play bad, they're going to let you know. They're going to let you know how it is. You know, you playing bad right now, I need you to step it up. Simple. So, um, yeah, that's basically what the uppers is. Gotcha. Um, at, at this point, uh, let everyone know how they can follow Crush and, and what you do. Um, you know, I just started streaming. So my, 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 my streaming uh, stuff is twitch.tv slash Crush Raf, C R U S H R A F. You can follow me on Instagram at Rafael Rose, R A F E L R O S E. You can follow me on Twitter or YouTube. I just started doing YouTube this past year. Um, I have the same app for both of them. It's Crushy with three U's, C R U U U S H Y. Okay. Crush, man, I've been a great guest, man. I, I want to thank you for coming on. Um, and we have to do it again sometime. Yes, sir. I definitely had fun. You know, um, you know, telling my story, um, and yeah, we we definitely have to do this again sometime. Okay, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in to this episode. Uh, whether you're listening or watching on YouTube, uh, make sure you follow the OG Two Cents podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, as well. Uh, follow me on social media at OG King Kurt. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, you can go to www.ogkingkurt.com for everything OG King Kurt and the OG Two Cents podcast. Um, shout out to my team, Strider Visuals, Box Graphics, and Cy Evermore. And uh, make sure you can catch me uh, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday on Esports Extra with host Larry Ridley, uh, the crew Renee Montgomery, uh, Kelly Wells Brinkley, uh, Antonio Williams, Derwin Rowell, and Kevin Mamouzet. Uh, that's, and you can watch on Compete Forever, and that's Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, make sure you uh, catch next week's episode. And remember, if it makes sense, it's an OG Two Cents. OG out. Let's put this work in, fellas. And much, much, much love to the entire 2K community for always showing me love. Without y'all, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah.